Hi, everyone, and welcome to the PhD to be podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things grad school. Um, I'm Dallas, and I'm here with my co-host, Natalie. Hi, everyone. Hey, I'm happy to be back. I'm so happy you're back. <laughs> I just want to give like a big shout out to Kayla and Mark um, for and Megan, too. Megan will be on next week's episode like after this one right. so yeah sure okay we all yeah. already recorded it yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah just big shout out to megan kayla and mark for filling in while i was gone <laughs> yeah it was really nice having them on yeah and for natalie for keeping the podcast going obviously Thanks. while i was gone because um i know that was probably a little stressful it was okay i mean it was weird because it wasn't with you but it was nice to nice to have a little bit of variety too so it's like you know you 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 manage and you figure it out so yeah well they were great episodes so yeah i agree um, they were spitting some really good knowledge yeah they were great so i'm sure the one with megan will be great i haven't listened Mm -hmm. to it yet but the one with mark and kayla was so good yeah um so anyway i am back yay (laughs) i shan't be taking another long leave of absence again today's episode natalie and i are going to be talking about our favorite childhood books because this is our third after school snack special Mm -hmm. yep where we're not talking about grad school so i just came in back into town at the right moment that now i don't i don't even have to talk about grad school today no (laughs) it doesn't need any more of our attention than it already takes up right so we are going to talk about our favorite childhood books and kayla gave me the suggestion shout out to kayla another suggestion shout out to her because she's been giving us really good ones so why not um were you a big reader when you were growing up yes were you no no which is the funny part about this conversation like i loved picture books and i have vivid Mm -hmm. memories of my mom and i going to the public library when we lived in chicago Mm -hmm. um so picture books were a huge part of my life um but then i kind of just grew out of sort of the picture book phase you know you kind of get older and you get but then i just didn't like reading anymore yeah and it wasn't until i was in grad school that i started actually liking reading okay not even an undergrad no i mean i read for like my classes but but, you weren't like but i didn't yeah it was like i would like reading wasn't a hobby for me when i was right okay fair whereas i feel like Mm -hmm. you probably read yeah your entire life yeah yeah not so much now for fun because i don't have time right but as a kid yeah so what kind of things did you like to read oh my gosh um I read all kind of stuff. Um, I remember when Austin and I were little, our mom um, would read us this book called Where's Chimpy? Mm -hmm. And it was a picture book. Mm -hmm. Um, But the little girl in the book, it was, it wasn't like, it wasn't like illustrations. It was Mm -hmm. like actual like photos that were taken for the book. Um, And it was a little girl with Downs and she loses her favorite toy, which is a little stuffed chimp named Chimpy. So it's all about her looking for chimpy hence the name where's chimpy and austin and i loved that book oh my gosh mm-hmm. that is so cute i don't know where my mom found it i've never wow. like seen it anywhere else and i 
don't know that it's a very popular children's book, but the girl had downs. I feel like you could probably find that somewhere, like on eBay or something. Oh, I bet I could. I think we still even oh, probably okay. have it somewhere. Okay. I just don't know. Like, I just don't have it with me. It's probably at my parents' house. Yeah. But, um, I remember us reading that. Um, That's read, cool. Yeah. I remember we read this one. It was like, um, it was Dr. Seuss. I don't know that Dr. Seuss actually wrote it, though. I think his wife wrote it like in the style of dr seuss after oh. he died I, I might be totally wrong on that but it was called like a fish out of water and it's about this fish named otto and the the store the pet shop owner says like only feed him a pension no more and the kid feeds him like the whole thing of fish food <laughs> so he just grows and grows and grows and grows so they keep having to find like bigger tanks for the fish so he outgrows his fish bowl then he eventually outgrows a bathtub then he outgrows wow a pool and all this stuff and yeah we thought I that was a great that. book yeah that's I remember, amazing i remember those two being read to us a lot how would you would you say like did you are you were you one of those people that like started re- reading early on like you were you fast like i know some people like start reading like super quickly i don't not that i can recall i think Me I, either. I think i only learned to read whenever we actually learned yeah i think think the same for me (laughs) i don't remember learning how to read on the paper like until first grade yeah when we took reading class yeah same i don't remember being a quick learner like i didn't that doesn't feel like something but it also doesn't help that my mom didn't speak english so spanish was obviously like the language that she spoke and the one that i spoke with her and so um and I would be put in regular English classes. Yeah. When y'all would go to the library, would she find books for you in Spanish? No, they were in English, which is the interesting okay. thing. <laughs> um, in a literacy narrative that I wrote for Dr. Hoag's class, I wrote that because she couldn't read the books in English to me, she would just kind of come up with the story by looking at the pictures. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. That's amazing. And you had no idea. No, of course not. Of course not. You didn't know how Of to course read. not. Yeah. But as soon as I started learning how to read, then I read solely uh, yeah. English books wow. so mm-hmm. yeah and I remember okay so I have this memory mm-hmm. so there's this book called I Like Me by Nancy Carlson have I told you the story about the little pig book yes. okay so on the cover <laughs> is this pink little pig girl and um, it's a picture book so it's you know it's for kids and so there's like maybe one line per page well you get to this point of the book where it's like all about like positivity and loving yourself. It's such a beautiful book. Um, and there's this page where um, there's a portion of this of this book where um, this pig says like, um, because I love myself, I take care of myself and I eat healthy foods. And she's sitting right in front of a plate of like steamed veggies and carrots. I think it's like potatoes and carrots. And I remember being so obsessed with that book because pigs are my favorite animal. And I remember being so obsessed with that pig in that book that I asked my mom to cook me the steamed veggies just like the pig. That is so cute. And I just, it's such a vivid memory for me. And I remember, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So like years after I was in high school and you remember the Scholastic book, like mm-hmm. little, right? Yeah, the little catalog. Well, obviously in high school you don't get those, but I was, um, I did the child care program at my high school mm, yes mm-hmm. and they got the little flyers and in one of the flyers was that book oh my goodness. and i told mrs dorsey who's the head of the child care um nursery program i was like mrs dorsey can i give you money so i can order this book yeah that's <laughs> for amazing. the school you know for the on this book order and she's like sure 
and she bought it and then i finally like had a copy of that book after years of not remembering what it was called or not seeing it ever again because it yeah, was you it, know it was a picture it, book it jogged your memory when you saw it in the scholastic catalog yeah That's and amazing. so i bought it when i was in high school i think it was like a dollar you know how they have like yeah. the really cheap books and so um it's like one of my favorite books and it's just like nothing but like self-love and taking care of yourself and if you fall down you get right back up that's amazing it's an amazing what a book. great kids book there Honestly. really are some good children's book out children's books out there um when i was babysitting um cora in college station she had this one called thelma the unicorn and it was so cute it was about this um pony named thelma and mm-hmm. she was like oh i'm just a regular pony i'm i don't i want to be famous i want to be glamorous and a truck comes by and spills pink paint and glitter on her <sighs> so she straps like a carrot to her head so and it's co- it gets covered in the glitter you know and so she becomes a unicorn so she becomes like famous to be like this fancy unicorn but by the end of it she realizes she really prefers being herself so it's all about like accept yourself and like you're the best because you're you not because you're something else and it was so cute i think we read that book like every time i watched her i love that it was the That's cutest so beautiful. book thelma the unicorn it's so cute they ha- there are there are really some good kids books out there mm-hmm. um i don't think i've ever read like a bad kids book and i like picture books like picture books are probably next to nonfiction. i think picture books are my favorite like so they're just so fun you know they're very rhetorical in themselves too right with the pictures like what are you trying to teach a kid that they can't understand maybe through words that they can understand when they look at the photo yeah it's very interesting yeah it is very interesting i took a children's literature class in high school Mm -hmm. i'm not high school um undergrad Mm -hmm. um and man we looked at some really great books there's a book called the one and only ivan have you read that book Mm -mm. it's like a chapter book but for you know uh, younger 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 kids and so it's not too too long um does it still have like little pictures of the chapter breaks it sort of does Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah just like that um and such a good book so they really are some great books but i remember reading a lot of books that um were tv shows like arthur books mm-hmm. loved arthur i still have some i've, yeah. I've put I, them all on my coffee table she's, before she's got holiday ones like one for valentine's day one for april fool's yes. day <laughs> so i come over and read them when they're out and like you go through and you read them now like and they're, they're just so, so good they're, they're just, just so funny they really are they really are and so like it really brings us back to like when we were kids and just like reading these books and um yeah i am um, I would read Clifford books too. Mm-hmm. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Um, his books were really cute too. Yeah. Arthur. I remember when I was in Chicago. I don't know really the reason why, but our school used to give us books once a month mm-hmm. as gifts. Oh, okay. For like one academic year, and I, I I don't know. I mean, I can maybe speculate why they did that. Maybe it's like so and so you know so called literacy crisis air quotes or us being or me and my family being in a like uh low socioeconomic status like schooling system or whatever but we would get books did you get them like before the school year ended yeah okay i'm wondering well, if it was to kind of encourage you to keep reading but it was like every month oh it was every month yeah, sorry every month. No, no 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 i guess no, I cause that would have made sense yeah because yeah, yeah. i've okay. seen people do that Okay. But no, they would give me one every school month. So, so I don't know. Maybe they just were trying to encourage us to read. I don't know. 
but there's this book called it's called it's got a long title it's called tell me something happy before i go to sleep and it's a bunny and her bunny mom or dad and um it's exactly what the title says like tell me something that i'm you know can go to sleep with that will keep me at peace and it's just such a like soft comforting book and i still have that book by the way yeah i still have that book i love that yeah i don't remember my school ever doing anything like that yeah um and you know what's funny like i don't remember like i don't remember my mom ever like and i don't know like if i just don't remember or if it just wasn't like a big deal but i don't remember my mom ever giving me books to read that were about like down syndrome per se does that make sense? Like, yeah. I know, I think it was Maria Shriver, actually, of all people, who wrote a book called um, What's Wrong with Timmy? And it's about a little boy with Downs and a, a typical little boy kind of being like, well, why is, you know, why is he different? You know, or whatever. And in the end, they become friends. And like, I know we have that book, but like, I don't ever really remember like reading that as a kid. And I remember we had the Where's Chimpy book, but that didn't, like the Down syndrome wasn't explained. It was just like, she just had Downs, you know, in the photos, but it mm-hmm. wasn't really, it wasn't a part of the story. It wasn't like, and this little girl has Downs. Like it, it just was, she just had Downs. Like that's it. Yeah. So I don't know if my parents ever tried to incorporate stuff like that for me in particular to kind of like get me to understand anything or if they just were like, whatever books are books. Like I have no idea. I should probably ask actually, because I'm curious to know if they ever tried to, teach me things about down syndrome through books and i just like don't remember or what which is interesting because i think a lot of books nowadays like there's books on like oh like my one of my parents got arrested or you know like their book or when somebody died oh yeah there's children's books for any scenario you could possibly and go through as a child exactly and they do that they give children children those books for that exact reason whereas yeah. yours is interesting because obviously like it's a similar sort of like okay you're kind of in this you're kind of impacted by this thing yeah but in your case like i think a lot of the times and i don't know you actually might be able to you probably will be able to speak into this like what does representation actually do is it to help you understand even though it's right there next to you or is it i don't have access to that experience so i'm gonna experience that through the book like i don't know i don't really know either both and you know like um i think both of those things could be true and both of those things could be a teaching tool whether you have that experience or you don't um it's interesting yeah i'm i'm curious i should i should ask my parents about that i'm curious to know i'll give an update on it but um because i don't remember Cause it makes me think of my own, like my, I don't think my parents ever thought to give me books about anything Mexican American or books that were maybe in Spanish for kids, you know, like there wasn't that attempt. Whereas like, I imagine my kids, whenever they're able to read, like, I want to give them books in Spanish about Mm -hmm. being Mexican American, about the importance of knowing Spanish, you know, but I don't think my parents actively did that. Um, based off of what I remember, like Chicka Chicka Boom Boom, like that was obviously a huge one. Yeah. That it, there's nothing really there to try to 
use as a teaching tool to learn about like a culture or no. uh, you know so it's like i don't i don't maybe that's also just the generation that our parents were maybe so maybe so and maybe there weren't as many options back then maybe for you know in america books for kids in spanish maybe i don't know or maybe just books about people with disabilities in general there weren't like as many maybe when we were kids that they just had limited options i have no idea i act like we're a thousand years old but no but it's just crazy how inclusivity has become such a important topic that people recognize now that like oh we should be including people who you know maybe don't speak english as their only language or maybe we should be including kids with disabilities when we write and illustrate children's books like it's for some reason it's like it's only just now clicking for people and like that just wasn't really a thing when we were kids it's really weird to think about it weird like the way the 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 line of thinking has just the whole trajectory of like the way we think about these things has evolved so quickly Mm -hmm. yeah i almost bought abby a book my niece um about um the um, like why you're special if you know spanish because she's growing in a multi you know bilingual household and my mom speaks spanish to her and so she's getting both languages and i thought about it i'm like that could be a really good book so that she recognizes like this is cool that you speak spanish yeah Um, no it's very cool but yeah you're right i think there's a really weird shift because back in the day we just kind of read whatever was there and what we thought was interesting whereas i think i think now reading is used more like as a tool to teach you about certain things which is cool it's interesting that's for sure for sure what about um like were there any like chapter books you liked as a kid i know you said you weren't really big into reading but did you like like i don't know junie b jones some of those like early so i actually wrote junie b jones in my notes (laughs) um i wrote down the my name is junie b jones the b stands for beatrice oh my gosh i forgot about that the b stands for beatrice (laughs) except i don't like beatrice I just like B and that's all. Do you oh remember that? Oh my gosh, that? I do remember that. That's so funny. What I remember most about Junie B. Jones was that she just called her teacher Mrs. Mrs. <laughs> she never like, you never knew the teacher's name because she was just Mrs. Which is really funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I'm thinking back, like I, I wasn't a big reader, like especially when I got into like the chapter book sort of age um but i did have a couple like i had a couple of the junie b jones i also had um this might have been a little bit when i was a little bit older you ever heard of dear dumb diary yes i I didn't read them see i remember having them and reading some of them but i don't remember reading all of them so yeah um i was i met with a friend earlier this morning um and i was telling her about like what we were going to talk about Mm -hmm. and i came to this realization that i had books i had books and i liked books but i never read them and i don't know why <laughs> did i want to be a reader know. yeah like, i don't know it's funny i feel like my grandmother has always had like a propensity for the classics so i remember she had gotten me this set of books that were like that were the classic novels but they were like geared towards children so they had like it was like short chapter books like reimagined for kids as like the class so it was like um um uh like rib van winkle was one um the wizard of oz was one which already is like a kid's book but it was like a re-imagined like chapter book version but that was still like for kids and stuff um alice in wonderland and through the looking glass like it had a lot of those like very popular ones and it was like a nice like hard copy um hard copy what am i saying hard cover sorry um like set of them and i can't remember all of what was in there um did you read them i did 
I did read them. And so I think, you know, that kind of like maybe was my gateway into like really liking this like old, not old literature, because I don't really like a lot of like, you know, Victorian literature makes me want to vom. But (laughs) that was dramatic. Um, But, you know, like these more, you know, I like American lit type stuff. And um, it's not really early American, but, you know, like, I don't know. I like, you know, Sound the Fury and Faulkner and all that. So, and Hemingway and all those dudes. So, I don't know if, like, that was sort of my, like, entryway into the literary world, but it was, like, four kids, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my third grade reading teacher, because, you know, we would, um, I don't know about you, but I know for us, like, we would go to reading, and we'd have, like, a book, like, a chapter book that we would read, the teacher would read it out loud to us, like, as a class, and then you'd have, like, your own books that you read, too, like, that you got mm-hmm. from the library or whatever, but I remember she was trying to pick a book for us to, like, read as a class we had read because of when dixie and i think we were trying to decide after because of when dixie what to read and she picked up that book how to eat fried worms <laughs> and she started reading this book and we were all like so grossed out by this book even the little boys were like ew <laughs> like bleh, disgusting we did not want to read that book she's like okay if we don't want to if everybody's like grossed out by how to eat fried worms like we don't have to read it and that's when she picked up the first of the series of unfortunate events books and after that we all were like hooked (laughs) especially because like you open it and like it it's it's a note from the author being like put this book down don't read it so of Mm. course you're automatically like i must read it (laughs) so after that we like only read like those were the books that we read like during the school year like as our like class book that she would read out loud and we went through as many of those as we could fit through the year and then lemony snicket kept kept writing you know for a while there was like a bunch like after I finished third grade so I just like kept up with them I was obsessed with those books they were great that's amazing yeah I have the boxed set or maybe it's not boxed but I have the whole like like, hard hardcover copy like set um at my parents house and yeah I love them what else did you like to read um i was obsessed with this book in my elementary school library that was all about betsy ross it was like by we had like these biographies for children like for children yeah, like yeah. right and there was one about babe ruth um i found that one a lot less interesting because baseball but i don't know why i found baseball less exciting than the woman who sewed the flag because arguably like i think that's probably actually more boring but whatever for some reason i was like obsessed with this book i loved betsy ross i checked this book out of the library like constantly like i was obsessed with this book i read it as many times as i could and when i was in fourth grade we had a history fair and i was like betsy ross like so i did my whole like history fair project on betsy ross that's beautiful i came in third oh i'm sorry it's okay hey it's still an accomplishment it's true at least i placed well, who got first and who got second? I don't remember who got second, but the girl who got first, her mom did the whole thing for mm. her, and it was, like, very obvious. I think she got first because hers looked Yikes. good, but, like, yeah, it looked good. You didn't do it. My mom and dad were like, you're doing the whole, you're doing it all by yourself. Yeah. They took me to the store to get all the supplies, mm-hmm. and, you know, they helped me with, like, you know, stapling stuff and whatever, but, um, but I did everything myself, you know? I'm proud of you. You totally so. deserve that first place. I probably worked the hardest, but yeah. My, Who's my, counting? Mine wasn't as pretty, but it's okay. Can I tell you a story about my my Goosebumps books? Yes, I know you like you like Goosebumps. You got the shirt. 
I do have the shirt. Okay, so um, I would say that this is in conjunction with the I Like Me book. Goosebumps books are probably my favorite books. But this is the catch. Okay, so Goosebumps is all the rage in the 90s. I mean, you know how it is. And it creeped me out. But man, I loved it. Like, <laughs> like it's fun to be scared. And like, I don't I don't know what it is, but I just had such a like I had such an attraction to these books. So this is one of my favorite birthday memories. Mm-hmm. My mom and I loved to go thrifting. Um, we were in Chicago. We loved to go thrifting. And so we'd go. And this is on my birthday. We went thrifting. Mm-hmm. And right at the entrance, I remember the moment, like it was just yesterday, we went into the entrance and then the first row from the door, mm-hmm. my mom kind of parked her cart like right there. And I look up on the shelf and there's like 25 Goosebumps books. Right? Oh my gosh. And I tell my mom, I'm like, mom, can you bring those down, please? She brings them down and sits them like in the cart where like the baby's supposed to sit. Mm-hmm. And um, I am just like, oh my God, I, I hit a gold mine. Like, that's yeah. how I feel. And I'm like, mom, can we get these? She's like, let me ask how much they cost. And so she asked a worker that was working in that same little row that we were in. She's like, oh, they're 25 cents each. And my mom was like, okay, you can have them. And I literally <laughs> was obsessed. So she bought me five dollars worth of goosebumps books probably more because i feel like i ended up with a lot of them i think it was like there's 60 there's 62 books i probably ended up with like 30 of them which i know the math doesn't check out 25 whatever whatever but i had a lot of them and so i remember getting home that day and i put them all on the carpet just to like stare at them yeah see the beauty of these goosebumps books but it's so funny because i never read them that's really (laughs) wait that makes it so much funnier (laughs) you never read them i never read them them. oh my god i was just like obsessed with the aesthetic of it like literally it was just the look of it like i was so attracted to that aesthetic but I never read them. It's really funny. <laughs> so like when you were in middle school, like did y'all have to like go to the library and like read a library book like on your own personal time and like log it or like do that in elementary school? Like I remember the logging part, but I don't remember the reading part. It's funny. I think I lied. That's really funny. Um, you know what's funny about Goosebumps is um, I didn't really read Goosebumps, but I read the one that was like kind of for older kids by rl stein the fear street ones. yes i was obsessed with those in middle school and me and all my friends were like obsessed with the fear street ones um and we would check those out from like i think i read all of the ones that my library had like and then whenever i finished those in middle school i moved on to this like this author named lurleen mcdaniel I hope I'm not butchering her name, but she would write like these really sad, like cancer books. Oh my (laughs) gosh. You know, like about teenagers and they'd end up like dying of some sort uh, of illness. And, um, and those would make me cry. And I just loved them so much. I read, wow. I read like all of those. And then when I finished with all of those in the school library, I moved on to what's her name? Um, uh, she wrote, I know what you did last summer. Um, is it Lois Duncan? Lois Duncan? Is that her name? Um, 
I think that's who it is. Um, she would write more of these sort of, you know, more thriller intense, like murder mystery-esque kind of books. And I read most of those as well. I didn't know that was a book. I know what you did. Yeah, Lois Duncan, you're okay, right. Okay, Lois Duncan. Yeah, she. I read a bunch of those too. Um, yeah, I just, it was funny, just like the different phases I went through, like in the school library. And I can picture like where they were in the library. Wow. Like I'd always go to the same section for this book, same section for this book. Um, and it wasn't really until middle school though that I felt like I really was like reading, reading, reading all the time. Like more than, you know, when you were like yeah, yeah 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 and i think part of that i know i've talked about it before is because we do the ar testing so you had to get like so many points each nine weeks or whatever mm. um and i know kayla told me what ar stood for and i already forgot yeah but something reading <laughs> maybe like accelerated reading i think that's what it is like i that? think that's what kayla said it stood for and i think with that because that didn't start until i was like phasing out of elementary into middle school like it was like fourth grade i think when they started doing the ar testing so once i got to middle school and it became like part of your grade essentially to like do these ar tests that's when i really got big into like reading for real for real there's so much that i want to say about what you just said i i never I remember going to the library. So, well, let me say this. I love libraries. Mm -hmm. To this day, I love libraries. Which is funny because when I was a kid and I liked libraries, I didn't read. So, it's like, I don't, I think maybe I just like the aesthetic of a library. I don't really understand. I mean, I like reading today, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, But I don't remember going like i didn't i wasn't getting any points for reading anything i remember the reading logs i barely read like i don't know if maybe they just didn't do a good enough job of encouraging me or forcing me to read because yeah. it feels like they did a great job for you whereas for me it's like i don't i don't know like i felt i fell off when it came to reading in that middle yeah. school um age so i don't know i don't really know yeah. what that means you know what's funny though i don't remember reading as much in high school Oh, I definitely didn't I think read I went school. to the library only when I was forced to go. Like, we didn't have designated library time in high school. So, like, I was like, well, if nobody's going to make me go to the library, then I'm not going. So, I mm-hmm. would just buy books or bring ones from home that I liked. You but know, you were still read. reading. I was still reading, but I wasn't, like, actively, like, oh, the library, the library. Like, at, at school, anyway. And then our local library... I I still have my library card from when I was like really little with my oh. little name that I wrote on it. Oh, cute! <laughs> I still have it. Um, which now I think the library cards it's, you can just do it digitally. Yeah, now. that's I have um, one from Fort Worth Library and it's I digital. I should get one for Fort Worth Library. It's super easy to do it. Yeah, okay. I love it. I need to do it. Um, but anyway, um, I remember like when I was around high school age, our local library in Lafayette was like like just completely closed down because they were like redoing the whole thing so it was like just shut down there was no i could go to the library in scott but it was so tiny that it just didn't have nearly as much as the lafayette public library and at the time that was i don't think they because we have two now and i think i don't know if the one the newer one was open at the time it may have been but like whatever um but i remember when they renovated the library and when it finally opened back up I was devastated <laughs> because it was like very like modern looking oh. and before it was so cozy 
and it just yeah. wasn't cozy anymore and oh, it's like this, this library is, this is sad. lame i know and the the new one too that's like on the other kind of um the newer one that's on johnston mm-hmm. street is the same kind of like style style yeah. and i'm like this library does not it's not cozy i don't want to be here yeah so i haven't really been to the library much since i haven't either i did spend a couple of years while i was taking that children's lit class as as an undergrad i went to the barbara bush public library in houston um, which is the one that's closest to my eh, sort of closest to my house there's one on grant road i think um but i would go to the children's section because that's what i was reading basically for for my for my class and Mm -hmm. it was cozy i really liked it i I love a cozy library yeah um but do you remember series like Captain Underpants? Yes. I loved Captain Underpants. I don't know that I ever read Captain Underpants. I did read those. Oh, I do remember that. Of course. I don't think I read those. I just really remember loving like Junie B. Jones. Mm-hmm. And once they did Junie B. Jones goes to first grade, I was out. And I was like, nah. Same. I was like, they're not funny. <laughs> well, and it's also just like a change. I'm just like, yeah. no, I, I want her to keep her in the same Yeah, grade. she should be in kindergarten forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mrs. I swear, Junie B. Jones was hilarious. She really was. I had a bunch of her, of the Junie B. Jones books. I should, I want to read, I want to get another one and like read it for fun just to see like, if, like, you know, like, was it really like that act, like actually that funny or was I like just a kid, you know, laughing at something that wasn't really that funny. I bet, it, I bet it's funny even if you're an adult. Honestly, I bet you it is because we read, we, we'll read the Arthur books and we're just <laughs> yeah, like we're laughing. Like, These are hilarious. I know. They're so funny. Yeah. Do you remember books like Animorphs? no i don't remember like animals. where there's like the kid on the cover that transforms into like an animal or something no i don't know that i read those i never read them but i remember them <laughs> <laughs> well i remember we read magic treehouse a lot like in okay. second grade i remember my second grade reading teacher oh my gosh and you know what i don't remember her name but i can see her face so mm-hmm. vividly and do you remember shrinky dinks no no okay they were like the joy i know this is not about a book but like still it's so cute um they were like these little things that you can make jewelry out of and you bake them in the oven and they shrink oh i've heard of those you but i never did anything did no. i used to love shrinky dinks and i made her a shrinky dink something or other mm-hmm. i don't know what i made her i just know shrinky dinks were involved so she made me a shrinky dink necklace that had like a little pair of blue jeans on it <laughs> that's so cute i kept that for years i think i finally was like okay time to give up the shrinky dink necklace that she made me because i was like what i'm never gonna wear this but it's so cute i think it's so i remember that she made one for me like because i made her something which was so cute i love that i wish i remembered her name i can see her face i can see her classroom i can't remember her name yeah but we read the magic treehouse books or whatever they're called um they were like a series i think it was like a brother and sister and they would like go back in time when they went in their treehouse to whatever and had some sort of adventure (laughs) some sort of adventure some sort of adventure i don't i never read those but i know exactly what you're talking about okay i'm gonna admit that i'm like a horrible english major person right now why i've never read the harry potter books i haven't either i read the very first one and i read like snip i read like i'd i'd I would try and be ambitious and like read the others, but I just never could like get through it. It just wasn't my thing. It's not my thing either. And I've seen some of the movies and stuff. Like it's it's good. I just it's not my favorite thing in the whole world. I'm sorry. I feel like every person who's like, You never read Harry Potter and you're an English major I'm like, get over yourself. Like, I don't have to read everything. No. Sorry. 
I also didn't read it, so that makes two of us. Yeah. It's not my thing. It's just not. Yeah, it's not my thing. I was I was into series of unfortunate events. That's what I liked to read. That was my series, you know, Harry Potter, not so much. Um, not to say that it's not good. It just wasn't my thing. Yeah, you couldn't get into it. And it's just funny how that has become like such a main staple of children's literature yes. in itself. I remember taking a children's literature course at A&M and they would bring everything back to Harry Potter all the time. And I'm like, we're not even reading Harry Potter. Like, why are we still talking about Harry Potter? Like, I would get so mad in that class. I would just check out because I was like, I literally don't get the reference because I've never read the Harry Potter books. And like we weren't, it wasn't even relevant really to the course, but it came up constantly and I wanted to just not be i just wanted to be like shut up (laughs) that's mean that's really mean of me to say but it really really drove me crazy actually what about um where the sidewalk ends (gasps) oh of course i had that i read it but i don't remember it really yeah yeah that's okay amelia bedelia oh amelia bedelia i loved amelia bedelia i relate so hard with amelia bedelia i do everything wrong too amelia it's fine mood <laughs> the rainbow fish classic oh, rainbow fish i forgot about rainbow fish i loved rainbow fish um the babysitter's club i feel like that I wasn't our that. generation i don't think so either because you know who did read those i'm pretty sure hannah perry interesting because she was telling me about this podcast called like the babysitter's club club which <laughs> 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 is like really funny but like yeah i never read babysitter's club me i think either. that was like I, I don't know. I feel like that was like the Gen Z years or something. Maybe. I was going to say, I feel like it was an older generation. Oh, really? I oh, don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is older generation, but I didn't. It wasn't cool when we were kids, maybe. I didn't read that. I didn't sure. read it. Char- I guess I associate it with a younger generation because Hannah read it. Probably. Charlotte's Web. Oh, yeah. Charlotte's Web. I, I think I remember reading it, but I also don't remember what it's about. I know there's a pig. Yeah and a spider it's funny i have that book somewhere and i also don't remember too much about charlotte's web but did you ever read because of winn dixie no or did you watch the movie no (gasps) oh that is such a precious book if i'm telling you if you have not read because of winn dixie i don't care how old you are you could be like a hundred you have to that book is precious yeah i'll have to read it i actually will probably read that because that sounds good bridge to terabithia i don't even want to talk about it oh my gosh cloudy with a chance of meatballs Classic. I don't know if I read that one. It's so good. Maybe. I actually remember that one. But I remember they made a movie about it. They did, which is also good. Um, Miss Nelson is Missing. Yes. <laughs> Love that book. <gasps> I do remember that book. I forgot about that one, too. Corduroy. I Corduroy. love Corduroy. Oh, he's so cute. Looking for his little button. So cute. cute. What else? What about, like, Stuart Little? That's a book yeah oh i only know it as a movie <laughs> i love the movie yeah oh yeah the movie is really the good it's really good the first one for sure it's is been so a good. while been a long time i'm trying to see what else i just pulled up a thing to kind of google um magic treehouse yeah didn't read those um diary of a wimpy kid was like after our time yes but i feel you know like who that does love diary of a wimpy kid is my brother nice it's a good series Austin's not a big reader and let me tell you something he'll sit down and read those and he'll mm. just giggle to himself because i guess they're really funny but i've never read them so i don't know i've seen the movies I've, i i think i saw the first movie i don't remember the rest of them though um and i don't remember if i read 
I think I might have read one of the books or two because I think my brother had them or my yeah, sister. I definitely think they're a little bit younger generation. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they are. I don't know how Austin got onto them though. I think because of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think we saw Probably. the movie and he thought it was funny because we live in kid world with Austin, which is fine. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Let me read it." So he'll just kind of go and read them to himself. And I love that. I'll just hear him giggling. <laughs> it's so funny. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Yes. So iconic. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. We would read that to the kids at Mother's Day out sometimes. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I don't think they found it as amusing, but they were little. Burging it for the nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia of it all. Um, man, I, it, I just think it's so funny that like, because I love reading now and granted I haven't read a lot in this past year because it's just it's felt like a hobby or a chore more than a hobby mm-hmm. um but I remember being in that children's literature class with that professor and she was kind of doing a little bit of a survey it's like who likes to read and whatnot and I remember I was like I liked reading as a kid but as I got older like I stopped reading she's like that happens a lot and she's like I wonder why and I really wish I knew the answer because it wasn't until I was in grad school like I had accumulated a lot of books for like school as an undergrad but mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't until I got into grad school that I really started to pick up reading again and I don't know why and you know I feel like I'm the opposite um I think and like this is gonna make me sound like an old grandma but I really feel like my attachment to my phone has really dwindled my attention span mm. that reading even something short just feels like it takes forever Interesting. and i am already like naturally just kind of a slower reader like i can read a novel pretty quickly but like when i'm reading something i really want to absorb like i really like take my time and it takes me a while um and i even in undergrad like i really i wasn't on social media like i didn't have facebook i didn't have instagram i didn't have snapchat or any of those things i think the only thing i had at the time was like a tumblr and that wasn't really like social media in the way we think of social media like that was more just like personal yeah i don't know yeah and so i didn't i wasn't like on my phone constantly um the way I feel like I am now, <laughs> which is not good. I, I should I should learn to cut back on my phone usage, but I feel as though it has really hindered my um, ability to read and enjoy reading. And I think part of that too, it's not just the fact that I'm like addicted to the phone, you know, not that I'm like addicted to my phone, but you know what I mean? Not just the fact that it's right there. Like, and now we're so used to getting like such quick, snippets of information in such a short span of time um even you know like reading online articles and stuff like if you're just trying to catch like some news article like they're relatively short like we're so used to just having such information condensed into such a short format that now i feel like i've gotten so used to that format of reading and information processing just generally that now just like to read a book feels like you know yeah and i want to I want to like get my old self who would be excited to read back. Like I remember like I would just stay up all night, like finishing a book. Cause I just had to finish it. You know, like I can't remember the last time I read a book and felt like I need to finish. I need to finish. Actually, I do remember it was actually in Dr. Robin's class this semester, <laughs> but like that was like one book out of how many, yeah, you know, you've read for grad that school, I've read yeah. for grad school that like, I felt like I couldn't put the book down. Like it takes a lot for me to be able to be like, no, I can't put the book down, yeah. you know? 
yeah. which is part of why like i know we're not talking about grad school here but part of why i'm struggling with this exam list because i'm like the slowest reader but i yeah. think part of it too is like i have to literally just like i put my phone on loud that way if someone calls me or texts me I, I can hear it but i have to like physically put it somewhere where i can't just like easy access it because i'll just stop and look at it mm-hmm. i'll just stop and scroll instagram i'll check my email da, 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 da. and i'm like i used to never be like that you mm-hmm. know yeah i don't know like in my case like i think the just the the being so tired has been the reason why i haven't picked up as many books but um in like the recent year um but i still really enjoy reading not that you don't but yeah but i i feel like in grad school i've been able to just read more i think the thing that i wish i could change um that i had obviously when i was growing up when i when i was a kid i should say and i was like actually reading is that and i and i have to always tell this to the kids that i tutor um my older kids that i tutor they'll say they'll show me something and i was like like a second later i'll say that looks great and they're like did you even read that i'm like i don't think you understand how much i read that i've been able to consume stuff a lot faster Mm -hmm. because i read so much yeah and so um when i read a book now i breeze through it because i'm so used to reading Mm -hmm. and obviously that's not the case in other for other people but for me like I will breeze through things and be able to capture like what is being said. Yeah. That's not me. <laughs> but like, but like, I kind of want to slow down. Like I yeah. kind of w- still want to slow down because I know that there's so much more that I could still get and like yeah. actually enjoy the book instead of just yeah. running through it. But I've gotten in such a pattern that all I do is read fast. Right. Cause I have to, I have to save my time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you kind of don't have a choice when you're in school. Meanwhile, I'm like, if I finish it, I finish it. If I don't, I don't. <laughs> That's my philosophy on reading for class at this point. Because I, even though I try to get it all done, like I feel like I have to sit there and like absorb everything, which I know is sort of a hindrance to my own, um, you know, scholarly life, but whatever. Um, yeah. because you know, you can't read it all. And I still put that pressure on myself, but is what it is. I think um, if you're not a reader, that's totally okay. Like, yeah, I just, I, 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 maybe we can end on this unless there's another book that you want to bring up. But I just feel like a lot of times, like we see reading as this like high class, like very big and like, ooh, you're smart if you read. It's like, no, no, people like to read just all kinds of things. And people who want, you don't have to be like some highbrow scholar to be a reader. You can yeah. read whatever you want. And if you don't want to read, that's okay too. You don't yeah. have to read. If you'd rather wait for the movie to come out, I don't care. Yeah, like my husband, he doesn't like reading. And then I have a friend who doesn't like reading but wishes she could read. I'm like, you're probably putting too much pressure on the fact that like, read, yeah, like, just read something you like. You don't have to read some fancy like novel written from like, you know, the 1800s to be a reader. Exactly. Or like, like you can pick up some tacky romance novel and I will judge you because those are trash. But if that's what you want to read, that's what you want to read. I'm totally kidding, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I can't read stuff like that. It no, makes I me can't cringe. Either, but, but like, I, if that's what the kind of stuff you like to read, that's the kind of stuff you like to read. And yeah. like, I just, I just think a lot of people think like, oh, well, like I can't go through this book, so I might be dumb. It's like, no, that's no. not, that's not the case. Like, just if you, if reading is your thing, reading is your thing, yeah. and reading is my thing, and that doesn't make me fancier than you because I like to read. I just no. like to read. I just like to consume stuff. I clearly have some sort of affinity for 
books, books and not even yeah. reading them so like you know <gasps> wait i want to end on the last thing i enjoyed when i was a yes kid. please twilight and if anybody has anything bad to say about the twilight series um you can at me because you're wrong i'm just saying like twilight was amazing forever and always and that's the last thing i want to talk about about books i enjoyed reading but i thought natalie we could actually end the episode which which those words of encouragement about being a reader and not being a reader are great but i thought it'd be fun if we actually ended this episode stating what we're currently reading perfect you want to go yeah you want me to go yeah okay I'm reading A Confederacy of Dunces. It's on my exam list, and it's actually really hilarious. And I'm actually enjoying reading this one. So I have that book, and I almost donated it. And I was like, I'm not going to get any money from it, so why don't I just keep it? And so the fact that you're reading it and you love it makes me want to read it. It's hilarious. It's absolutely absurd. It's beautiful. It's so funny. Like I'm kind of like, should I have put this on my list? It's almost ridiculous, but it's pretty amazing hey and if it's just on your list because you needed to know how amazing it was then that's good then that's all you need so what are you reading my friend it's currently uh yeah if you could hand me that i am currently reading the mindful catholic finding god one moment at a time um this is a book that a uh, it's written by dr gregory bataro he's a catholic psychologist um and i've been having a hard time according to my counselor um just being in the present moment and being mindful and enjoying the the day um and so he really kind of goes into talking about being mindful and what mindfulness does and how you know those types of things and oh, so um that's awesome. it's really great because i just i don't know if i just uh, it's kind of like what i was saying earlier with reading books like i feel like i just breeze through them which is great and i do capture and i am enjoying but i also think i go through it too fast and i just kind of need to slow down and i feel like that's been the hardest part about in the process of recovering from burnout so i picked that book up i actually got it for free um mm. and yeah so far so good i just started it yesterday um it's pretty i just recently finished green lights by matthew mcconaughey how did you like it so good really okay i know so you had started good. it when we went to the pool it's so good highly recommend if you haven't read it i give it 4.5 nice out of five five stars why not a full five um there's a a couple of just like repetitive moments where it just kind of kind of slows things down a little bit but um it's really good like that was one of those books that um once i was getting closer to the end i'm like oh my gosh i want to read like what happens because he gets into like my favorite movie of his is dallas buyers club that's a great film it's so good um and I just finished reading that book and it was it was awesome. Highly recommend it. Um, my mom is currently reading The One and Only Ivan in Spanish. Okay. And mm-hmm. I got it for her and she loves it. So anyway, I know you didn't ask what my mom was reading, but no, I wanted to know throw what that on there. Reading. So yeah. This is fun. I like knowing what your mom reads because she did read the book recommendation that I gave yep. you. Yep, I she bought it for her. Spanish one. And she loved it. Um the book I'm talking about, it's a book by this woman named um yan mi park and she writes about escaping north korea it's called in order to live mm-hmm. and i saw her on the joe rogan podcast <laughs> talk about her story which was like insane it's a great episode of the joe rogan podcast i don't listen to every episode but if he's got a really interesting guest i'm like heck yeah i'm gonna listen and yeah. she was a very interesting guest and yeah. she wrote that memoir about her time in north korea and it was 
it's it's really good i have the book i started it but i have yet to finish it because then school right right yeah yeah, she's a strong lady for sure yeah so anyway i I was telling natalie about it and she recommended it to her mom and her mom got the a copy of it in spanish to read and she liked it she did like it she did like it yeah yeah anything else you want to add any any final words about your childhood books no i don't think so i think i am going to go back and ask my parents though about um any books with about down syndrome in particular and i'll report back on the next episode briefly what they yeah said yeah whether they were like yeah or no i'll let you know but yeah i'd be interested to know why they chose that one book even just in general like where what what happened i don't even know how we accumulated that book like i don't even know where it came from i like it wasn't like a popular children's book it's not like everybody and their mom had it like the way everybody had rainbow fish you know right so So, that'll be interesting to kind of do some research yeah about that situation yeah for sure i'm excited yeah but yeah this is such a fun episode i love that you got all those goosebumps books and didn't read them i started reading them maybe like five years ago so and i've gone through not all of them but i've gone through like maybe 20 something ish because there's 62 so okay okay. so So no maybe no no no, so maybe like one third um okay and they're at my parents house so if i had them here i'd probably pick them up because they're easy reads they're super easy but so i i managed to i managed to get all the i have an entire collection one Mm -hmm. through 62 and i'm slowly but surely getting through all of them so yeah nice but they're nice to stare at so yeah well at least you have them for when you're when you have more time to read them i know yeah well then i think that's gonna wrap up today's episode yes it will this was a fun one so the next episode we have coming out is with with megan yeah so she's gonna talk a little bit about her experiences as a pmba which is a professional mba so i'm excited for y'all to learn about her experiences it'd be nice to get a different perspective of someone who's not in the humanities yeah yeah um i know because we always are like we can only speak to the humanities so it'll be nice to have someone with a completely different perspective on grad school yeah and she's got a really interesting story and the way that she sort of got here to ccu because she's from she's not from this area and so you're gonna learn a lot um and a lot of it's a really different way of going to grad school so yeah you'll 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 learn about her and, and it'll be good so awesome i'm excited looking forward to it yeah, well, if you have any questions or anything you want to suggest to us that we talk about, go ahead and email us at the phd to be podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at the phd to be podcast. We'll see y'all in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.